one of the areas where cyber protection, cyber insurance has started to see some conflict is in the area of state level cyber breach laws. And what's happening is the regulations for companies to abide by disclosure or protections of consumer information is creeping from the federal government level down to the states. And many states now have data privacy laws which require any company that stores or records or retains certain customer data, it could be as simple as your phone number, your address, have to have certain best practices in place, certain protections in place. And if there is a breach or a loss, there is a provision for statutory damages and payments that have to be made to the parties. And this can get very expensive. So if there's a breach and the company has to pay even $10 per customer and they have you know, $50,000 customer, 50,000 customers, that could be a half a million dollars. And these costs can be very draconian and add up quickly. Not only do you have to pay to fix the breach and pay to repair your, your network, you could have very serious costs and fines that go along with that breach and notification requirements. So what's happening with the cyber liability insurance companies is they're starting to recognize this and factor that in to their decision-making on underwriting and issuing policies. If you are an insurance company looking to issue a cyber liability insurance policy, you're going to have to account for the fact that you might have one of these breaches for your insured company that you have to pay out a claim if it's a covered claim. And one of the executives for a major insurance company, CyberTech or Tokyo Marine, took note of the changes in data privacy legislation right before the height. The courts modified their schedules. We saw a full or we saw a lull in litigation, but now we're starting to seeing an influx of class actions lawsuits. And for since 2020, the CCPA grants data breach victims to right, the right to file individual or class action lawsuits against businesses that allow unauthorized access to their private personal information. And it's because of a failure to implement appropriate security practices what's appropriate that's going to be up to the jury and when you're a company sitting there and you're being sued because 5,000 people had their personal information stolen and some of them have identity theft or they couldn't get a loan because they had bad credit you're going to be on the hook so you got to make sure that you are aware of this and whether or not you just put in good safety practices or you have good insurance coverage make sure that the coverage you get is matching what you think you're going to get. A lot of cyber policies may or may not cover all these things. So you want to make sure that you read through the policy terms to make sure you have the right coverage and that you abide by the requirements of that policy because some policies will become void if you don't take certain basic prevention practices in your company. And here's the scary part. This regulation, CCPA, eliminates the requirement for plaintiffs to show evidence of damages. Instead, all they have to show is that their personal information uh, was compromised. That's it. They don't even have to have damages. They just have to have potential damages. For this reason, uh, California is an attractive form for plaintiff attorneys because it's a California-based rule, but it's, it's filtering out to other states. So if you're a company, you may find that your business practices are creating a liability and exposure that you may not be aware of. 
So again, these victims don't even have to have any actual damages. They just have to show my information was released and that's it. And if they do that, they win and you lose and it costs a lot of money. So check your coverages, check your policies and your procedures internally to make sure that you're not living under the umbrella of a serious exposure that you might not be aware of.